Hello and welcome to Mouth Matters, the world's first podcast dedicated to all things oral healthcare. I am your host, Hudson Hector, a dentist and hygienist. And I'm Jennifer Mitchell, a registered dental hygienist with a passion for making people smile. Each week, we'll dive into fascinating topics, expert advice, and practical tips to help you achieve and maintain a healthy and beautiful smile. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to explore the wonderful world of oral health together. Welcome everyone to the third episode of Math Matters. And hi Jane, how are you doing today? I'm so excited to have you today. I'm well, doing really well today. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited we are here today to talk about periodontal disease. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about that as well. It's super important. Definitely. Uh, what is periodontal disease and what causes periodontal disease? Periodontal disease is disease of the gum and his structure. But what causes that disease? Periodontal disease is caused by bacteria. Do you agree with me, Jen? Yes, it is. All of our dental woes are caused by a little teeny tiny microscopic, you can't even see it, bacteria. Yes, that's a little tiny bug. Little sugar bug in your sugar mouth. Sugar bug, exactly. But periodontal disease may be more serious than you realize it because it's silence. They call it silent disease because most people realize it when it's a little bit late. I don't want to say too late, but when it's already caused some problem. For example, a, the first step of periodontal disease, Jen, you don't mind to say it for the audience, it is the first stage in periodontal disease is gingivitis is gingivitis and a lot of people know that it's gingivitis uh, what is gingivitis uh, what is the science symptom it's when for example you are brushing and you see you spit blood mm-hmm. wow it's like pink i call it pink in the sink uh-huh. You know, you're brushing your spit, like, taking the sink. And that's when you realize that, oh, something is wrong. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's gingivitis. It's part of the periodontal disease. Yes. In some astonishing facts, over 80% of U.S. population have some type of gum issue, have some type of periodontal disease. It's very common. Lots of people have it. They don't realize they have it. Um you know, you know, statistically speaking, look to your left, look to your right. They have some form of gum disease. Very, very common. Exactly. Because near of people, like near half of people over the age of 30 in America have some form of gum disease. Of gum disease. And nearly three of every four people over the age of 65 have periodontal disease. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's more than I expected. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot. And again, why that happened? It's because the reason we start that podcast because of knowledge, lack of knowledge, mm-hmm. how we can deal with that. It's okay if people have it, but how you can deal with that? That's the most important thing. And one thing I want people, I'm sure that you tell your patient about that is how periodontal disease can progress. Yes. Because bacteria in our mouth are constantly creating plaque, right? Mm-hmm. That creamy 
cheesy type of something and yeah sorry i'm not discussing anyone about cheese i love cheese too yeah <laughs> i see mashed potatoes on your teeth <laughs> like exactly like mashed potato we don't want to discuss anyone with mm -hmm. that mashed potatoes this this really okay. good but not this black right now <laughs> <laughs> and if bacterial plaque on the teeth isn't removed the gum can become infected and inflamed mm -hmm. What happened first? It's plaque built up and gum tissue become infected. That's when you see the redness, you see the swelling. Red, hot, puffy, swollen, bleeding gums. That's gingivitis. Gum. Simple as that. Great mm -hmm. explanation. Don't have to go deeper than that. Yep. <laughs> And that's when we have pocket deep in between teeth and gum, gum pull away from the teeth while bacteria begin to damage supporting structures such as bones mm -hmm. that support the teeth and period periodontal ligament. And what happened next, infection spread around teeth, bones, gum, like we're saying, connective tissue, the periodontal ligaments mm -hmm. can be permanently damaged mm -hmm. and it may need to be removed. That is something that's really serious. Like today I was doing a SRP for a patient and because it's for embedded with those calculus and plaque. Yeah. Well, the two was so like shaky or movable. Oh, the teeth? Yeah, that's it come out. Yeah. The, people don't realize mm -hmm. that your gum disease can get so bad. And I just want to reiterate, gingivitis is just the gums being affected. Gingivitis is reversible. It's just the gums, red, hot, puffy, swollen gums. Gingivitis, if it is not taken care of and it's not treated, it progresses further to full-blown gum disease called periodontitis. That's when the bone becomes affected. And the periodontitis can get so bad that the bone just disappears and the teeth are just flopping in the wind and they literally just fall out yeah that's that definitely definitely what you say is it's so true it's like very simple explanation and thank you for saying that because gingivitis is the first step of first, yeah. disease and a lot of time people say oh i have gingivitis or i have pigmental disease oh my god i'm losing my teeth no periodontal disease have gingivitis mm -hmm. And then you have periodontitis. Correct. And even go further, if we go when people have implants, when people have implants, that is not natural teeth. It, it, it's teeth like, I don't want to say fixed, but it's teeth that's uh, embedded with titanium in the gum that make it a little bit more permanent than you have a flippers or a dentures. Yeah. And it can get infected with yeah. those same bacteria. Yeah. You can get a bad infection. Exactly. Instead of gingivitis around uh, those implants, they call them mucositis mm -hmm. and then periimplantitis. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, there's different names different, uh, that, make it, that make it technical, yeah. right? They're all bad, though. <clears throat> exactly. They are all bad. And we want to just mention quickly uh, about the bacteria that involve in periodontal infections. Because you are usually a mix, more often they describe them as gram negative, right? Mm -hmm. negative and gram anaerobic. Negative. Yes, yes, you can, you, you can, you can talk, uh, Jane, because gram I know it's your <laughs> your part. <laughs> gram negative bacteria and 
anaerobic bacteria, those are the bad guys. Those are the really bad, bad guys because um, they can live without oxygen. And when you don't have oxygen, it, just think of it it's like a bad boogeyman. It's a bad monster. They're some of the baddest bacteria. And in the deepest gum pockets, you have the baddest bacteria, and they're the ones that are really causing destruction to your periodontium. Exactly. And those two big guys that's quite involved, there are so many that involve in that. We have what they call the Treponema denticola and the Porphyomonas gingivalis. P. gingivalis. Yeah, P. gingivalis. When you see the P, you run. Right. <laughs> you know? And there's like a different, we have the Treponema, the Bacteroides, the Porphyomonas, the Prevotilla, the Capnocytophaga, the Peptostreptococcus, the yes. Fusobacterium, They're the Actinobacillus, exactly. You're doing <laughs> a like, great job. I, I feel like I'm speaking, uh, I'm speaking Greek now, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're speaking dentistry. <laughs> exactly, we're speaking the language of dentistry. In Echinella, those are certain periodontitis that are often formed together, especially in subgingival plaque. That means subgingival mean under the gum. Yep. Supra, that's what you see. It's you know over the gum, but the one that causes a lot of problem is the sub under the gum. Under the gum because they mm -hmm. don't need oxygen, and they yeah. say yes, and then they are like rapidly, you know, rapidly cause the problem. Mm -hmm. One of the things generally when you have you know you see your patient for the first time and you say okay you you do a period charting. What do you say to your patient when you go to one, two, three millimeter packet and then you four millimeter, five millimeter? Can you tell us a little bit, you know, what you say to your patient? So um, in regards to perio charting, I tell my patients normal numbers are between one and three millimeters. Uh -huh. And fours are we're getting into uh, abnormal numbers. Fours are usually like an indication of swelling. You can have some pseudo pocketing. Um, so it looks like a pocket, but it's really not a pocket. It's just false pocket. swelling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a false pocket. And then five and greater, there's some bone destruction. You can usually see it in uh, the x-ray where you can see the bone is starting to deteriorate. And uh, once the bone has been affected, uh, <laughs> You that's the that's the periodontitis once it reaches the bone. Exactly, def definitely. We're going to have a we're going to have a different a episode about the periodontitis itself when mm -hmm. we start losing a connective tissue, bone structure, and all of that. You know, it's like Jen was saying, like Jennifer was saying, like gingivitis is easy to be, it reverses, it, it's reversible. It's reversible, you can get rid of it with good brushing and flossing every day. Definitely. And generally by protocol for patients that have gingivitis, uh, generally I do, you know, for one to two years, sometimes the patient don't go to a dentist to have, because... Someone's supposed to have their regular prophylaxis a session or cleaning every six months if you have mm -hmm. a healthy or beginning of some gingivitis like four millimeter packet because most likely four millimeter packet is less time for you know people don't barely floss or they don't floss properly. Mm -hmm. 
And, um, you know, I wish like you're going to go over that whenever, you know, we have, thank God we have a great teacher over here, very detail oriented. I'm <laughs> go excited to talk to y'all about flossing. I love flossing. So I'm excited to talk about that later. Flossing is like, you know, the real, the real a soldier mm-hmm. against, against gingivitis and even periodontal diseases. It's key. That's, yeah, it's key. It's and key. unfortunately... Unfortunately, many people do not floss. They don't. They don't find the value in it and they hate it. Unfortunately, because that is very, that's very, very important. Very important for people to do. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like the the protocol is when the patient just come, we just what, you know, when you have the puffy, the swelling gum, Mm -hmm. like you described for us earlier. Red hot, puffy, swollen, bleeding gums. Yeah, you got it. (laughs) I like it the way you say it. (laughs) I say it so much, I can just say it super fast. (laughs) And, you know, we do something that call a scaling, a gingival scaling with moderate to severe inflammation. Yep, scaling in the presence of inflammation, gingival inflammation. That's the gingivitis treatment that you should have to help treat your gingivitis. This, definitely, that's a, that, that's important. And of course, some people just come. I just want a regular cleaning. Right. No, unfortunately, mm-hmm. it doesn't work like that. No. And a lot of patients think they can dictate the, to, to the provider or the healthcare professional. I'm here for a cleaning, but we have to tell you what type of cleaning that you are yeah. here for. That's why we check your gum. Mm-hmm. We che- we check your teeth. All of that. We ask you so many questions. What type of toothbrush do you use? How many times you brush? How many times you floss? Do you smoke? Because smoking affects as well your oral health, not only for oral cancer, as well for your, your tissue. Gum, your tissue. It's definitely, because the harder is like the environment and all those tar, those toxins that mm-hmm. also affect your gum. Most likely you will have periodontitis, mm-hmm. not even gingivitis, 98% because I always live like a 0.2% of a, you know, margin of error. I find those patients have periodontitis. Oh, people and who smoke? People who smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I barely, I barely see someone who smoke that have healthy, I, to say never, or have gingivitis, unfortunately. Yeah. It, that's the truth. That's the truth. You've been in, in that field for how long? I've been in this field for how long? And that's the truth. That's that's fact, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. And now it's important, you know, go over all of that, those factors. And, you know, that's when we offer a smoking cessation and all of that. That's pretty much part of the protocol as well. As mm-hmm. the patient, can you stop smoking for a little while at least? And we go to go back, we do the scaling, a gingival scaling. And then we use a local antiseptic. Most likely it's a chlorhexidine gluconate 0.12%. Yeah. Also alcohol-free mouth rinse. Not everyone can have um, alcohol-based products. Chlorhexidine is an alcohol-based product, but alcohol-free mouth rinse is good too. Anything anything really just to kill bacteria, make them uncomfy. Exactly. And one thing I also also said in, in talking about the alcohol free, zero alcohol free, you know, mouthwash, zero free alcohol. If anyone I have a patient who's smoker or vape, mm-hmm. I do not advise them to get any 
alcohol mafuash. Yes. So alcohol dries you out, which can exacerbate the problem. And smoking also kind of dries you out because that hot, when you're smoking, that hot heat goes into your mouth and it's just oh, drying yes. you out. Oh, yes. That's the, that's the real thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. You know, I, you know, before maybe in the 1790s, smoking was like really the cool things. I don't think it's as, as cool. You might have a patient smoker. It's like, you know, that doesn't look like, that's not as cool anymore. I'm sorry, Hudson. That's not cool anymore. Yeah. I say, I'm glad cool. you realize that, you know, you can, it, it, you know, you can change. But definitely that will be a one-off hour episode about smoking cessation. Yeah. That how you can do that and how you can help your friends, you know, want to smoke because it's not good for the environment. You know, we have second-hand smoker. And there is a lot of reason for that. But anyway, let's focus on the of course for the period on the you know period of this because it's fine in the gingivitis, you know. And after that, the patient you give the patient some good mouthwash that is quite important that reduces the amount of plaque. Well, first, gingivitis, okay, red hot, puffy, swollen, bleeding gums. Mm -hmm. It's it's caused by the, the bacteria, the plaque, the junk, the gunk on the teeth, it irritates the gums. But first, you you have to treat it. And a lot of people think, oh, I'm just going to get a cleaning and that's going to take care of my gingivitis. The what you need isn't a clean. It's not technically a cleaning. It's actually a gingivitis treatment like we were talking about. It's called scaling in the presence of gingival inflammation. And think of it like a cleaning before the cleaning. What I tell my patients uh, is imagine you are at a hoarder house. And you want to vacuum the floor. You want to wipe the counters. Well, you can't. There's a whole bunch of junk in the way. So the gingivitis treatment, the scaling in the presence of gingival inflammation, it's like you're taking all the junk out of the hoarder house. You're just taking a dump truck. You're just dumping everything. You get all the big junk out. And then you can vacuum, then you can wipe the counters, then you can do the little detail. So the treatment, the gingivitis treatment, we're just going in, we're getting under the gums, getting all the junk in the gunk out. Then the gums will start to heal on their own because it's the junk, it's the gunk, it's the bacteria that's exactly. causing the calculus, the plaque yes. that yep. contains those million of those bacteria that we just mentioned earlier. Yep. You got to get it out of there. Exactly. And one of the things when people have gingivitis, even it's like so microscopic fluid secreted in the space between the gum and the teeth, they call sulcus. Uh -huh. The it's you know the that's one of the signs. Yeah. Yes, that that is that that is there as well. You know, people barely realize that. You know, and what you say is completely true because you have those bacteria. Let's say, okay, I don't care. My gum is bleeding, and some people, my gum is bleeding. I'm just. They think it's your, normal it, sometimes. It, yeah, yeah. Bleeding is not normal. Your blood is supposed to stay inside your body. If it's outside, if it's if blood is coming outside of your body, there's a problem. Like if you get a cut, blood comes out. That means that you're injured. Same with your teeth, your teeth and your gums. If there's if you're brushing and flossing and there's blood coming out, there's a problem. We need to fix it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, pink in the sink. We don't need any pink in the uh, pink nope. in the sink. Not at all. All right.
that just keep it clean. Keep it clean is very important. And one of the facts and to do that, like the regimen, it's flossing, brushing, and importantly as well, is to use a mouthwash. mouthwash. It's not like you use any mouthwash. Okay, I'm going to Costco or BG's, I'm going to Walmart or Walgreens. I'm going to use peroxide. Or peroxide. No, you have now, when you have that, you have to ask your dental hygienist or your dentist, your provider, it's like, you know, what is the best mouthwash to help me? What I was saying earlier, some patient, oh, my gum is ailing, and then they walk in the aisle of, you know, of Target, and they see that toothpaste, you know, a powder on tax. Yeah. Because it's, it's got gum, you know, gum bleeding and something like, oh, gum detoxifier. Oh, it's good you get a gum detoxifier. But you cannot detoxify something that already built up. You cannot detoxify right. a calculus, you know, right. accretion like that. You got to get the you, gums out first. Exactly. You need a mechanical, you need a, a mechanical a removal of those mm-hmm. junk. That's With the scaling. The and then after that, when, uh, like Jennifer said, you remove those junk and then you open it, now you can use your cloth and clean those counter with the adult uh, with the prophylaxis, yes. right? In the three to four, three to four weeks. Yeah. You know, and no, that's that's quite important. That's quite, it's something that is reversible that we've been saying. There's hope. We can change that. It doesn't have to stay we like can that. save you. We can save you and your teeth. Yes, definitely. We don't have to reach that period on t- a tightest level where you start losing a bone structure, those ligaments, those, you know, connective tissue, and even have their own extract by itself. But in the other episode, when we talk about periodontitis, I will share my, what I've seen before with the previous patient that I have 45 years old, that we have to have a full mouth extraction and does not have one cavity, not even one carry. But have to do a full mouth extraction oh, no, to have all implants. And quite say someone that is educated. But we'll talk a little bit more about that in in the next episode. Yep. I'm excited, okay. and I think we cover a lot uh, regarding the first part of periodontal disease and especially gingivitis. There is hope. We just to create our awareness. Is information we can, we can, we can go see your provider get your cleaning done, get everything under control. Get your get gingivitis the... treatment. If you have gingivitis, go exactly. often to your dental care treatment, uh, your dental care appointments. And you have to maintain at home with good brushing and flossing. You have to. Good hygiene is very important to maintain that. It's, it's like you buy a car, nice car, and then you don't maintain it. Just you got to like change the oil. You got to put air in the tires. You have to, or it's going to break down. Definitely. That's the same thing as your mouth. And remember, your mouth matters. Your mouth matters. That's why you need to take care of it and take it awesome. of it properly, not the way you think. We are here. Just send us your question, you know, on social media, on on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on TikTok, on Podbean on Apple, YouTube, Waver, YouTube, and our yeah. email. 
Email us. Email us, and we will be happy to res to respond to reply to you. And we can have even have an episode to respond your questions. Yeah. A Q&A session that will be that will be fantastic mm -hmm. to respond to our uh, audience. Okay. okay, Jennifer, what do you have for us today? Is it the brushing? What is what is it? I'm excited. So today, because we're talking about gum disease, and um, we're going to talk about flossing today. So flossing, like we mentioned, is key to fighting all types of gum disease, starting at gingivitis, okay? And even if you have full-blown gum disease, periodontitis, you still have to floss um, to keep it at bay. Uh, Periodontitis can get worse. Gingivitis can get worse. It can progress. Um, so to keep it at bay, you have to floss. So we're going to floss today. Um, so take a moment. Everybody go get your floss. You can use string floss. You can use floss picks. I see Hudson has string floss. Uh, I have a floss it's my, it's, it's my best. And the reason you take your arm length, right? And then it's helped me to change any part that is dirty. Yep. I can, like in my right finger and i wall it the dirty and the new dirty yep. and new dirty and new and then yep. we get it done get those bacteria those get them out of there the gingivalis just strip on him and strip on it out and get those back guy perfect yep. uh hudson has his string floss i have my floss picks here um feel free to use as much floss as you need if you need to use six feet of string floss do it if you need to use 10 floss picks do it so here we go. We're going to floss. Uh, you also need to start in the very back of your last tooth. I know it's hard to reach, but you got to get back there. So let's start flossing. Get in there. Hushing. I'm starting the upper. So you got to, when you floss, you got to wrap your floss around the shape of the tooth. So the floss slides all the way under the gum. The string floss, it's easier to do that technique, but floss picks, you can kind of sort of do it as well. It's better than nothing. Exactly. exactly. Uh -huh. mm. And remember, the tooth are not straight like a box. They mm -hmm. have a shape. They are like a certain angle. Yeah. And make sure you're sliding your floss all the way under the gums. That's where the plaque, the bacteria, the junk, the gunk is. You got to get under the gums. If you're just popping your floss in between the tooth, you're not doing it right. You got to get under the gums. Mm -hmm. Now get it in there. Mm. And also a lot of people don't like flossing. I want you to change your mindset about flossing. Think to yourself, mm, I'm massaging my gums. I'm giving a little massage to my gums. It feels good. Be really careful. You can cut the gums with your floss. It's called a floss cut. You want to be really careful with uh, your gums. So be gentle. Take your time. Get in there. Don't fight with it. Don't fight with it. <laughs> Just stand on. I said mm -hmm. to my patient, just dance with the floss. Yeah, just, <laughs> just move and groove with it. You want to get both sides of each tooth. So just make mm -hmm. sure you're getting everything. Mm. I love that the floss, I have minty floss, and I love that it makes my gums feel minty fresh. Yeah, I like the peppermint. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's also different types of floss. I like... um. Oral B Glide, it's kind of satin. Yes, that's my but favorite. That's, that's what I'm using now. That's my favorite. <laughs> this is an Oral B, um, an Oral B floss pick. I hate it. Um, you might have to try 
different flosses to find one that you like. What works for me might not work for you. Some people like a more natural floss. There's cocoa floss, which is made out of coconut fibers. It tastes like coconut. It's very tropical-y. Um, but it's kind of like the fibers are kind of thick. So I have really tight teeth because I have braces and they're tight. So the floss didn't do well going in my teeth, but for someone else, it might do really well. I might need to look for a pineapple or mango because I mm, love this. Yeah. Cocoa floss has different flavors too. So oh. mm, get in there. I'm switching to my next one because I already used that one. Going on, doing a tot now. Mm. Get in there. If you have to change floss, go ahead and change it. Look, I pulled something out. It's my dinner. Nice. I know. Get yeah. it out of there. You see? All the dirt. Well, I put it in the right hand, and the new fresh one, I keep moving after. I watered it after one or two is space or mm -hmm. interdental space to make sure that I don't put the same bacteria because there is bacteria somewhere mm -hmm. in the other part. Yeah. You don't want to just transfer the bacteria around. You want to get a fresh piece of floss or a fresh, a fresh uh, floss pick. Nice. Mm. And for me, that's it. I have some long <laughs> fingers. I get it. <laughs> I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Also, another fun fact, make sure to floss before you brush. Flossing first pulls more debris out. Brushing first tends to push it in deeper and makes it harder to floss out later. Great point. Great point. Oh, also, also, you can dip your floss in mouthwash and floss it in between the teeth and under the gums. That'll also really help the gums. Also, you can dip your floss in toothpaste and floss it in between your teeth. That'll also help the in-between parts of your teeth. Great, great. And one other thing, there's a water flosser as well. I want to tell a, our patient, our audience, that it's not an alternative to that floss with the string. No. All that. It's complementary. It's a supplemental tool. You got to use it in conjunction. Exactly. And also what I said to my patient, when you use a water flosser, or most people call it a water pig because you are mm -hmm. the first company who started yeah. that concept, is to go 50-50, 50% mouthwash, 50% 50 water. water. Yep. It can be lukewarm water. And yep. it do a better job at that. And remember, always to scrap your tongue, yes. clean your tongue, uh, because those bacteria of the moist part, they love it. They love it. You got to get and it then, out of there. Make yes. make the bacteria uncomfy. We don't want them in there. You make them uncomfy so they go away. Exactly. Exactly. Jen, I think that pretty much concludes our session with the flossing. Yes. And for our dental facts, before we end the episode today, the periodontal part one episode, yes. episode. Then, 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 dental facts. What's the dental fact? <laughs> Our dental facts today, we're talking about periodontal disease. We give mm -hmm. you the statistic about the US and about the world. About 19% of the world population in 2023, that is about over 1 billion people have gum disease and those people are over the age of 30 and up. 1 and billion people have gum disease? 1 billion people in the world have gum disease. That's a lot. Over the age of 30 to 65. And I'm sure that you see that 16 years old, 15 years old 
have periodontal disease. Mm -hmm. They have what called the juvenile periodontitis and all of that. Yeah. And we're going to talk about it at the next episode. Thank you so much for being here at our third episode of Mouth Matters. Remember always to take care of your mouth, floss, brush, use a mouthwash, and especially remember to scrub your tongue. Don't let those guys in. Remember, pink in the sink, it's not good. We it's don't want to see any blood. No pink in the sink. Uh, no pink in the sink. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jen. And hopefully you have a good day. And I cannot wait for the next episode. Thanks again, Hudson. And don't forget, your mouth, mouth matters. That's your off for today's episode of Mouth Matters. Thank you so much for joining us on our journey to better oral health. If you enjoyed our conversation, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to reach out to us on social media or email us at mouthmatterspodcast at gmail.com. Keep in touch and send us your feedback. Until next time, keep smiling and remember your mouth matters.